Oh, this is a hard story to tell because I don't want to out anybody and I don't want to, like, if you put the pieces of my life together, you could very easily pinpoint this person. It's a kind of, you know, you, you know, kind of thing. Anyway, you know, you so know. I will I will try to abstract um, contextual details and just distill this to the core of the funny. All right, here okay. I go. So once upon a time, I was in a living situation um, in which I had a individual in charge of my well-being um, and others on my hallway. Uh, or in my in my area, let's say. So uh, this individual uh, was keen to become friends with all of us, and I was open to the idea. I love meeting new people, and it was my first time leaving home. So I uh, we we became good friends and um, started talking and, and you know getting to know each other. I found out that he'd grown up in the area, kind of his whole life. I was new to the area, and um, he liked you know eccentric hobbies like racing lawnmowers and and um you know uh doing keg stands you know cool things like that so um, the keg stands are cool <laughs> to each their own anyway anyway so <laughs> so here we are we're on our way to kind of a big event where we get to meet all of the new people who have gotten to this area um and so we all go out into the field and we're having conversation and you know we've gotten to know each other uh so the question obviously comes up uh so ahmed that's a that's kind of a that's kind of a foreign name is that what what is that and i said oh well both of my parents are from libya and uh immediately his response was oh my god yeah no i could totally tell from your arabic accent and your english and i was like what? what? Wait. <laughs> Wait. Who is this person? <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> I was born in Texas. He's like, no, no, but you probably learned English from your parents. I can really hear <laughs> on no! certain words. And I was like, P, 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 H, H, Stop H. It. I have all of the letters. Like, R, R, R. I say y'all for God's sake. Like, where is my Arabic accent? <laughs> like, I was literally identity was no. totally in in flux for the no. like the next forty eight hours. I I was supposed to meet all these people, and I was like, who am I? I would like a hamburger. I would like a hamburger. Like, hamburger, 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 hamburger. <laughs> and then it slaps hamburger. I uh, know hamburger. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I was I was really God. absolutely like that was my little TCK moment entering college. Welcome to Third Culture Block, a place where we have conversations about everyday experiences that shape the stories in our corner of the human narrative. I'm Wissal Jibril. I'm Ahmed Mustafa, and I'm Mohammed Smile. So the other day, Ahmed fell deep down into the depths of the internet or the interweb world. I was searching for Internet Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he came across a semi-old BuzzFeed article. It's like one of those like Who even BuzzFeed does BuzzFeed articles. Buzzfeed anymore, but like- hey. Hey. <laughs> but it was one of those BuzzFeed articles where it's been alive so long that all of the gifts in the article are broken. It's just words. <laughs> Links are no and longer so working. Right. Yeah, exactly. So you've got like the word like number eight and then it's like and then you make this face and then it's just a broken gif underneath. And it's oh, like, oh, God. well, <laughs> this domain no longer exists. Yeah, it's like, well, this BuzzFeed article has been around. That's like that's when, you know, like BuzzFeed articles are no longer relevant. Like people don't read those. But mm-hmm. so yeah, so like he like he like mentioned it, and then a lot of the points in it really really resonated. Like aside from the putting the meme culture aside, um, some of the points were like. But what do you mean? Valid. But what do you mean? Oh, remember what do oh, you mean? God. That was like that was an encyclopedia on the internet. Is that still alive? I have no idea. The game. Also, to, what do you? Oh, that's a game now. Yeah. I was game. thinking of know your meme. I would be on that like Donkey Kong. I just I feel like I would I would I would horribly lose. I feel like as like a semi geriatric adult, like (laughs) you would really enjoy know your meme because then you would know what the memes are. You know, as an old. It's more educational. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like real history. It's kind of like, oh, it's like like current. Yeah. Current events. I hate it. 
I hate it! Bitcoin! Ah! God. Oh, just to contextualize it, also, the article was about, it was 31 things that it, you are, uh, that say that you are a third culture kid. That's like the, the article. Do you want to actually like... Was it like 30? Here it is. It is 31. Yeah. But was just it? It so was you a, can get the... The, the, the article the, was 31 signs you're a third culture kid. Yeah. So I picked that up and I was like, Oh, we're doing a third culture block thing. Oh, and it's oh, this is I'm running out of topics. Here we go. It's my turn to make a topic. Here we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I mean, One it, thing and, led and to through. another. Here we are today. It was it was uh, they had some good stuff. So like we're thinking we just like talk about different points on that and it'll just be like a silly episode. World Speaking of BuzzFeed there. articles being an artifact of the internet. Mm. Yahoo Answers is closing in May. Like they're closing. Yeah. What? Answers. Yeah, I just read that. I was like, Yahoo Answers was formative to my youth, I as like on, educationally. Like, some of my research projects, Yahoo Answers. For for, for the very young listeners out there, Yahoo Answers was, I guess, the first primitive Wikipedia. If yeah. you wanted no, to know no, no, anything no. about anything, if you typed any question, it would come up as a, a Yahoo Answer post. But you, you know what was even more? There. What was even more primitive than um, Yahoo Answers? Do y'all remember AskJeeves.com? Yeah, that's, that's different. That that's one different. was. You go to Ask Jeeves if you're ask, trying to find information. You, you go to Yahoo Answers if you're gonna try finding homework uh, assignment well, answers. Same thing for Ask Jeeves. Or but I'm you're saying, looking for like one of the things I learned from Yahoo Answers. If a horse is standing, it is not dreaming while it's sleeping. If it sleeps laying down, that's when the the deep REM horse sleep happens please tell me what did you search for you to find that like what 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 made this <laughs> i don't have i don't have I, this is i listened to an episode of mabim bam and literally Jesus. like literally their whole ep- their whole show is been? like going to yahoo answers and then oh. an- giving bad advice answers to the or finding just ridiculous <laughs> questions on the yahoo answers and now, it, like, I don't know what's going to happen to the show. I literally, like, I saw it and I almost tweeted at them. And yeah, I was but, like, like, what I'm saying is, like, now? Ask Jeeves is older than Yahoo Answers. Like, I, it just... It, I guess. It I don't know. Sparked. Back to BuzzFeed articles. Anyways, <laughs> back to BuzzFeed articles. <laughs> Which, to the youths of today, think BuzzFeed is old school. Mm. It's just, like, BuzzFeed, then Huffington Post. There's, like, a whole, like... And then what the is onion. that other one? The Onion? It was like, you're gonna love number I, seven. That whole, like, beginning guys, of that, like, era. You know, the first time I, I like, I didn't know that The Onion was, like, a like a meme. Oh, um, honey. Like a, like a... Oh, dear. I had to learn it the hard way when I, like, read the <laughs> title of, a, of an article, and I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? And someone was like, this is literally a troll it's sarcasm. news article. Like, it's yeah, it's satire. <laughs> it's, it's satire. And I was like, oh. Speaking of okay. four-wheel drive. Okay. Do you want do you want a blast from the past? Yes. Oh, hit me. Yeah. Geo cities. Oh boy, oh boy. Oh, all of your hosting needs on Geo Cities. <laughs> Geocities. Oh man. Jeez. Uh, you know, you remember GeoCity? It's like Netscape yeah. like plus or whatever. Like, I genuinely forgot that existed. Yeah. Wow. I always like, thought it was like, oh, it's a virtual world, but it's it's not. If you <laughs> had if you had a website on GeoCities, you were balling. Like, yeah. You were no, you're a big there. deal. Yeah, so I've got a website. It's on GeoCities. And I'm like, oh, Yeah, my and it's God. just like take my money. What are you <laughs> you are a professional, sir? Madam yeah, person. And that, and that died a quiet death in 2019. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> the age of WordPress. God, um. I hate, I hate where the I don't know. It's scary. It's scary. It's scary. Anyways, what? It's scary how fast things like it. I don't know. Saul's afraid of technology. I. Yeah. I am not afraid of technology. All right, quickly distract us with the one that you like. No, this is good because uh, I, I love it when we just like free rift. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Waffling. I totally agree. Agreed. What? You're the one, literally, Muhammad. I love waffling. Like, Mebertik. Like, what? you said the word waffling one time. And I waffle all the time. Podcast and like, we saw 
every other she's like i'm waffling no you're not you're just like not Shut speaking up. let just, me waffle you're, you're, you're just stumbling on words there's no rambling, waffling I ramble, here. I ramble i'm photosynthesis uh, okay. right now okay. i am photosynthesis yeah it's just, i'm guaranteed it's like what do you know <laughs> what do you what do you say Bagao. but yeah geocities is gone yahoo answers is on the way out Damn. I just like I didn't think I'd be in a world where BuzzFeed articles were an old thing, you know. Like, Netscape was old, GeoCities was old. Like, what else? RuneScape. The RuneScape oh my gosh, like, RuneScape. came back from the dead. Like they they remade it. Like, um, oh really? Modern times, yeah. But I remember RuneScape was like the thing in fifth grade. Like, like I had a friend who had mm-hmm. a whole like leather empire. He would just he was like. He could make anything out of leather. And then I had another one. He was the lobster king. God, he would just like farm lobsters, <laughs> sell them to people. <laughs> he didn't like none of them had any skills in RuneScape aside from these two things. And they were the best at it. Like people would come from all around the server to get like because he had like a level 100 craft skill with this material. And it was like, I need this like dragon hide like armor. No one in the world can make it can you help me it's like yes yes i can can. i don't i never leave the city i come here it's my nine to five i make boots to train you know like uh oh new grounds i don't know if i know Newgrounds. ah that was amazing literally so new grounds was like flash games everywhere (laughs) yeah flash games and then flash died oh my god you guys remember flash flash is gone flash is yeah, Flash is gone. That's crazy. So Flash, like, you know, like, um, addictinggames.com or whatever? Oh. Like, all of those, like, little, like, games <gasps> that were built in the browser. Like, oh. Chrome doesn't even support Flash anymore. Like, that's all gone now. Yep, yep. I remember when I was in school and I downloaded a totally legal copy of Adobe Flash. Oh, uh, yes, of course. No, it was, back then it wasn't Adobe. It was Macromedia. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the that was how you'd made your own animations. Macromedia Flash, and I tried to learn it. I'm like, I'm I'm gonna be an animator, and then I think I did it for like <laughs> half an hour, and I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I am not gonna be an animator. <laughs> this is not me. Yeah, I Macromedia remember my, my uh, one of my computer science classes. Like, that was one of the modules. Like, we learned Macromedia Flash. I I had like a. Uh, a a sm- I, I had to make animations for one of my assignments. Micromedia Flash MX. Yeah. MX, my dude. Dang. Just to think, like <laughs> that. It's not even like I. I'm sure someone like ported all those games somewhere and they're playable. Cause like that's a huge loss in like not it, it just like internet history. You know, like. In a true sense, there were so many games that just like must have died with Flash, because they would just be like everywhere. There must be an emulator, right? Because you, you can get an emulator for Game Boy Advance or SNES, so there must be an emulator for Adobe Flash games. There must be. Where are they hosted? Like, yeah. are those websites still hosting them, I know, or look are it they up. like, man, Addicting I haven't been anyway. That's crazy. There you go. First, first result. Ruffle. Ruffle is a Flash player emulator built in the Rust program language. Rust. Oh my God. Boom. Rust Done. is a is a bare chest language. That's that's what I first learned about it. It's just like <laughs> a you like you like programming, kid. <laughs> it's like oh God. That's what my that's what my my uh, inspiration and mentor Nathan Rowe. Um, if you're out there, Nathan, I love you. That's what he told me about Rust. Uh, one day I'll learn the language. So you're I'll, saying I'll join the... <laughs> it's, does it not make sense or what? No, I, I, apparently it's just like very powerful, but also you're in charge. You gotta, you gotta mm. take care of your memory. You gotta point the right way. You gotta, you. There's very little abstraction. I don't know. Rust is dangerous. You get tetanus using the language. <laughs> I don't know, okay. man. Like. <laughs> There's something about it. Oh, I just went on to Newgrounds.com and they are now using mm-hmm. the Unity engine. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. You can get real crazy with it with like 
developing in C sharp, but for the most part, you can kind of like use the engine and they and make pretty good cartoons and things. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Oh man. Like, I remember with Flash, you could just use like MS Paint. Like that. That was like <laughs> you could just start. That's all you needed to start your animation career. Kids, MS Paint is a program you've probably never opened on your computer. But I promise you, it is there. That said, I have seen some amazing pieces of art done in MS Paint. Yeah, no, the fact that people were like, like, I knew some pros at MS Paint, like, just like eight hour contributions into the MS Paint, like, Hall of Fame. It's incredible. Like, they're, wow. I've seen some people do some amazing things in MS Paint. See, if I was Microsoft, I wouldn't kill it. I would honestly keep it Never. just for the sake of nostalgia. You know, just update it every right, now and then. Like that, security Isn't that patches. hoarding, though? No. <laughs> no, because no. we want it. Software? Therefore, it is not hoarding. Yeah, it's useful, you know? It Just because it's not a new, fancy, kind of Photoshop-y um, Yeah, get out of here with your layers. Your... With your Procreate and your Fresca, MS Paint's all I need. Okay. God. I, 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 I remember. I built. I built a game. I built a game with MS Paint. I, I have a game that is on. Oh Scratch, my gosh. Uh, Scratch.io. It's like the MIT Learn to Code thing. I feel like one you of my me first this. classes in learning to code. I drew a narwhal, in MS Paint, and he's the he's the evil boss at the end. Spoilers. Sorry. There you go. Sorry, not sorry. I was gonna bring up that pinball game. Ugh. Which pinball game? You know the pinball game. The oh, pinball, in Microsoft. The, the, the pinball Windows. machine. Yeah. Ah! Windows. Oh, God. Hours yeah. spent. The, so hours. much time. And then there was like these hidden things that you would unlock, and it's just like what? And then they okay. stopped shipping it with Windows. Okay. Speaking of Microsoft games, someone please mm-hmm. explain to me the rules of freaking Minesweeper. Ah. Uh, I never. I never. I. Uh, and every I time learned. I thought I did. I never. It just is like, oh, here's. That's I how it gets the, you. Like that's how the it common, <laughs> the common denominator, or the common factor, or the whatever, blah blah blah. And then it's like, all right, so if this, if this, then this, and this, then this, so that means this. Bam, you're dead. No, <laughs> damn it. No. Okay, so Minesweeper. Actually, I didn't learn it until late in life. It was as a computer science project, right? And so essentially, in Minesweeper, when you click on it. It gives you a number, right? Mm-hmm. That number indicates how many mines are in adjacent squares to that number. And so you need to be able to, once you click it, like you have a, a certain amount of information. And so you need to like work around the adjacent squares and you can flag some that mm. will, like if you right click, you can do the flag. And you flag where you think the mines are to remind yourself that you there's have a... decided there's a mine there. Wow. Yeah. And I, I've won it like twice, but it was only because I was doing the assignment and I needed to learn how to teach the computer to do it. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's impossible at scale. I never though, knew that. For human. Huh? I never knew that. Yeah. I just, it was just literally just. The more you know. Have you have you seen that the that gif where it's like the the more you know and it's like a rainbow kind of mm-hmm. shooting through the galaxy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that I, is that from Reading Rainbow? Do you guys remember Reading Rainbow? Reading Rainbow. When they try to teach kids to read but over TV and it was confusing. I know what. Oh, I that's an American, an American uh, uh, publication. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Very. I'll, elite. I'll leave the room. It's, it's yeah. You may you may go. Um, yeah, but reading Rainbow is uh, America's key to being the in most intelligent country in the world. All of us can read because of reading Rainbow. So God take bless. that. God bless reading Rainbow. <laughs> God, I got a certificate actually from reading Rainbow. Um, I remember like they had like this thing where they were like gave you books and if you read the books and you have your parents sign off on it, you could send it in and you'll get a reading Rainbow certificate. Hmm. um so i had i had one of those i don't know if that's still somewhere oh do you remember those magazines that you would collect and then 
every week they would release a new card or a new collectible. So you had to buy the magazine every single week. No? Just me. Okay. <laughs> My mom never let us buy the magazines. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't the only time we bought and or sold magazines was <gasps> there before. were Pokemon magazines. Well, yeah, there was there what? was though there was the, the the football, and by football I mean soccer, football soccer, uh, yeah. trading card games, uh, trading card magazines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you would have oh. to buy the, the the issue every week or every two weeks to get every single player. What was that game called? Like, like a uh, Tumps or Trumps or Tops or something? You basically have a bunch of cards and they have like different powers, and you're trying to like outpower the other person. And it's like, uh, but you can do it with like footballers and stuff. I don't uh, know. T- top Top Trump Top Top something. Okay. So oh, it's called one, Top Trumps. Yeah. Top Trumps. Yeah. So the for the people listening, I used to have a Mew card. Okay. I had that. I had that. Was and it the, the shiny one? The, the, the metallic one? It wasn't, but it was still quite rare. Now, had yeah. I kept that, I would be very... Rich. Yes. Well I'd be able to buy many chocolate bars today. But for, <laughs> for some reason, 13-year-old me, was. I went to my neighbor's house. And uh, I still remember, he was like a Palestinian kid. And... Uh, we agreed to a trade. I gave him the Mew card, and he gave me 25 Pokemon cards. I'm like, this is an amazing deal. I went home. Sucker. <laughs> exactly. Now, if he sells that card, I'm, cer- I'm certain he'd get a pretty penny for it. He could buy your home. You know? <laughs> he could no, buy that's actually... <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember they came out with... And this is like a... Whoa, like, this is a deep throwback. Um... But when they came out with the, I think it was like Pokemon 2000 or something. It's the first movie where like Mew and Mewtwo fight. Mm-hmm. It's like the animated Pokemon movie. If you went to the theater when it first came out, they would give you this limited edition ancient like artifact Mew card. Are you kidding me? Right. Yeah, 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 it's this one. Yeah, and that's oh, what yeah, I remembered it. it. That's what I was like, is and it the, so the metallic I remember one? I had like six of them, and this. I was like, these are gonna be amazing. And they then I saw like everyone dollars. else had like six of them, and I was like, and then I dropped water on all of them. Why? Um, and so that 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 was the last of that. I was a child, a, a wee babe, if you will. Um, but apparently we saw just pulled it up on the internet, and they sell for sixty dollars a pop. Six. Okay. Do you want your mind blown? Yeah. Oh yeah, the rarest card that I know of is the Charizard. The Pika- no, the Pikachu Illustrator card. Hmm. Those oh were God. selling for between fifty and two hundred thousand. What? Yes. Wait, which what? What is it? The Pikachu Illustrator card. Yeah, Google that. Damn. No, that was like a that's been a thing. Like streamers will actually buy Poke- Pokemon card decks to try and get rare old cards mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and they'll buy them for like exorbitant amounts on the off chance that they get like XYZ <gasps> limited edition card. You know what it's going for on eBay right now? What? 3 million dollars. What? Get out. I'm going to eBay this. I'm going to eBay this. I love I love how like, I'm opening up eBay like I'm about to place a bid. <laughs> Get out my right. way! Like what? what, what is <laughs> Three what do, what million, the most valuable Pokemon card, most documented copy. Wow! People are crazy. We should have kept our Pokemon cards. This is why NFTs. Why matter, didn't Mikey? our parents? Kids, kids, NFTs. <laughs> Get into NFTs, NFTs and hold on to your NFTs. There you go. You heard it here first. 9th of April. 2021 yo so this card was actually published in 98 japanese promo illustrator holo mint korokoro comics and it's the japanese version three million yeah somebody out there is gonna buy that piece of crap wow it's like it's just it's just it's literally this is it amazes me though it amazes me it amazes me, like, how much people are willing to pay for, like, an object that is of, of no use at all. This goes back to us humans 
giving value to things and then agreeing that this thing has value, therefore it'll be treated as such. So for example, when we first when we first dug up gold, there's no intrinsic value in gold. We just agreed yeah. as a species, yeah, yeah, this is shiny, yeah, me likey. This, this is impressive. <laughs> yeah. So and the fact that it's 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 not as rare as other minerals, but it is pretty rare, therefore the value of it is still strong. We because we just agreed to it. It's the same thing with cryptocurrency, it's the same thing with NFTs. And it's the same thing in the very beginning when we agreed to barter with shells. So I get that, right? But I just, it like, when you take a step back and you take a look at it from, in like the grand scheme of things kind of way, it's just an object that has no use whatsoever. So like in the end of the day, it's a th- like, it's a piece of cardstock, card, yeah, cardstock paper that's printed on. Um, that's worth three million dollars that you can't even like hang up on your wall as decor because somebody could steal it It, like you you put in that much money into it um and guess what kids the fiat currency that we use is backed by nothing it's literally just printed so what's the difference? I mean, yeah, like money is not real, right? <laughs> but if, like for me, it's like I if I at least this one at least this at least this one is shiny, right? okay? <laughs> at least this Pokemon card is shiny. Like for God. me, but like here's the thing: for me, if I'm going to like drop three million imaginary dollars onto something, I would want it to bring some like utility, use, yeah, use to my life, or like, damn, like a Bitcoin. No, not even that. Like, like a like a like a boat to sail the world, or a freaking castle and the, oh, the right. freaking highlands. We can't or all like, afford to use boats as our main currency system. It's okay. not a currency. It's not. I wouldn't use it as a currency. I would just like, okay, here is my imaginary currency, barter, three million dollars. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I mm. would put it into use for something that. You know that you've just like outlined money laundering, right? You know, they, like, <laughs> they, they get the, they they invest it into items so the money is no longer trackable. It's just like this is a value now. Wow. And I'm why do you think why do you think rich people pay millions of dollars for a piece of painting that a five year old could have done? Wow. There you go. Money laundering. Can't get taxed on it if it's in a painting. Mm-hmm. So you can't get taxed on it if it's a Pokemon card. That's bananas. And I hate it. <laughs> oh, I thanks. hate it. I hate it. <laughs> no, we have to take like actual training about like methods of money laundering. Don't do it and look out for it. And it's like compliance training for the bank. And it's like, hmm. Noted. Hmm. When a man walks in with a swag bag, don't let him <laughs> in. <laughs> If he's, if you are receiving more than $200,000 in cold hard cash at the desk, call somebody. <laughs> just call somebody. We're not saying anything, but just call someone in case. Just, you know, I know, yeah, like automated to the point where it's just like, if you get some weird transactions or like, like cash stuff like that happens or you get like suddenly have big purchases or something you get flagged like immediately mm. like, banks just like they look it like yeah yeah so or like international transactions like are you funding terrorism no okay then you're good to go are you terrorism are you terrorism are you terrorism? are you terrorism i love how we went all the way from nostalgia to cryptocurrency because that's literally like the goblin that lives in the back of muhammad in my brain <laughs> It's like the dirty fiat. Right, exactly. exactly. Fiat currency. Down with fiat currency. A little garbage pile on the back of my brain. Yeah, but you know what? It probably makes more sense than actual fiat currency. So I'm sticking with it. You know what's not rare, though? What's not rare? McDonald's. God, I hate McDonald's. McDonald's is everywhere. Segway for days. I'm McDonald's just... is one of those, like, like I went years without having McDonald's, and then you have McDonald's, and then you taste it, and you're like, wow, I used to eat this all the time. All the time? We ate it, like, we ate it pretty often when we were, like, younger. I don't know if you've ever had, like, 
I don't know if it's like a it's a thing, but I remember growing up like we would if we nobody wanted to cook, there would be some days, not often, like maybe once, twice, three times a year where we would just go to McDonald's and get like a big bag of dollar one dollar menu yeah, burgers. It was always the dollar menu. It was just like a big bag of dollar menu burgers. You got your double cheeseburgers yeah. with the tiny tiny onions and you got the yeah. hot and spicy McChickens with yeah. too yeah. much mayonnaise. It wasn't it wasn't often like that it, our our mom would not cook. And I'm I'm sure it's mm-hmm. the same with you. So on those mm-hmm. rare occasions, yeah, we would order like the fish fillet meal. Yep. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, because that was the only halal thing on the menu and we were like, Okay. But they were so yeah. nice. I don't understand how they made their buns so soft. I don't it was, get and it. Then, like the next day, they're like squeaky in your teeth and disgusting. It's just like, oh god. <laughs> my buddy hated me. <laughs> it yeah. tastes so good, but my buddy hates me. I would just get this craving uh, for hot and spicy McChickens, right? And so, like, it, it would happen like every blue moon, but. I would go to the go to through the di- drive through order four hot and spicy McChickens four dollars and nine cents at mm-hmm. the end of the day because they're dollar menu and I would just I would just eat all of them <laughs> and then they discontinued hot and spicy McChickens mm-hmm. um, and I thought it was just because I was in like I was at school and it was a different place and they just didn't have it on the menu but they just stopped making them yeah devastating speaking of purchasing things on a regular basis have you noticed that prices only hike when you stop buying something. So I've walked past the same thing in a supermarket for the longest time, right? And the price is always the same. It's always the same. It's always the same. Same thing, same thing. Mm-hmm. Next day, mm-hmm. same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing. The one day I decide, you know what? I'm going to try this. And I buy it. And it's really tasty. The next day, I'm like, <laughs> I want to try this again. Guess what? 40% price increase. This literally happened. Happened with a pistachio freaking butter. Oh god. Oh my gosh. So, pistachio like, butter. Saul's, tell me more. We we saw is obsessed with pistachios. Literally, <gasps> it's, like, it's just like sounds divine. What she loves them, right? It and is so divine. like we were at our little local market or whatever, and we're at the checkout line, and she just like looks over and she's like. <gasps> pistachio butter it's like a pistachio paste slash butter thing it's like peanut butter but a pistachio it's like she literally lost her damn mind we bought the pistachio butter it's because i tried to make it for so long and i couldn't get it right and then i was like wow why would i make it if our local farmer's market has it and then she'd like eat it by this local farmers that's even more reason to buy it yeah, well, yo, that's our it's our little this little market, little Monterey market. Little Monterey. Um, um, but yeah. But like she eat it by the spoonful. She make my about out it. She'd like oh, slather yes. it on her face. Put it in donuts. Like it's put it in donuts. Okay, yeah, you are yeah, shipping that to me. Donuts. You are shipping that to it me. It was right so now. good. No, and, we are not because it would we not bought it. Do it justice. It would reach you incorrectly. Anyways, it, hold we on. We bought it. But also, like side it. note, dates with pistachio butter on the inside changes your life. Continue. We bought it. And it was like normal peanut butter price, right? Well, no, it was like a little more. It was than like about it was about price. almond butter price, right? It was like a little more. It was like a little more than the almond butter. It was uh, it was it was like pricey but reasonable. Reasonable, right? So the other day, um, I we thought I I went to go grocery shopping, um, and I I do my normal groceries and I see oh they got pistachio butter. There's only two of them left, and I was like all right I'll just grab one. You know surprise we saw she'll be happy. It'll be great. I put it on the line. She's, the The lady starts scanning all my stuff, and she scans the pistachio butter, and she looks at me and she says, "This is twenty dollars. <laughs> Are you sure you want this?" And I was like, <laughs> "When did that? Ha- it's like a half bottle. It's not even yeah. a full like peanut it's butter." I was like, like "No, I no. do not want that. You are right. Devastated. <laughs> it just like quadrupled in price, like it's for some odd reason." I do love it that like, the cashier is also your financial advisor. <laughs> are you sure? Right? No, I was like taken aback. But I was so sh- like I was I was so in agreement that like I couldn't even be mad. And she was just like, "This this is like she didn't even tell me like Are you sure you want this?" She just looked at me and said, "This is twenty dollars. You should be ashamed of yourself." Like like Are you sure? <laughs> like, wow. And yeah, I did not buy it, but like it was the same experience. It, you know, 40 percent increase or whatever. Me. More like four times increase. 
It's sad. but no. The reason I brought up McDonald's was um, because I when I was in when when I was over in uh, in in Masr in in Egypt, like uh, the whole family had kind of gone over there. We had some family friends, so we were like staying, and first of all we went into a mcdonald's like they they took me to a mcdonald's because you know you're the american and so you got to go to the american restaurant so they could show you you know mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and this so episode they take is not sponsored the, by mcdonald's by the way whatsoever i would never no, no I, I wouldn't even want them to sponsor me but, honestly. but we go we go into the mcdonald's and the first thing you notice when you go to a mcdonald's overseas it's like it's nice it's like kind of fancy usually you know you could there's sit down and it's not those uncomfortable gridded chairs that like rip at your bones it's like you know a normal sitting situation you know almost a restaurant you know so you go in it smells nice you're there and i don't this is something that truly shocks a lot of my friends who like who don't really travel so that's why i'm calling it a, a third culture block thing um or a third culture thing is that there are different menu items depending mm-hmm. on where you go to McDonald's mm-hmm. in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, I went to the menu and I was like, all right, where's the hot and spicy McChicken? Looking for the dollar menu. I look at the dollar menu and I stopped because I realized this menu was different. <laughs> there is a sandwich selection that is like titled the McArabia sandwich, all right? <laughs> So it is like a McDonald's style pita with like a chicken breast inside. And it is, it, it's like a faux shawarma. And I, I was so taken aback. I was like, <laughs> Mick Arabia, please. I would, I feel so represented by your menu McDonald's. And so it turns out like talking to my other friends who like travel overseas, their, fr- their, their cousins or whatever, or friends overseas, take you to the American restaurant, same experience, everything you go to the menu and you realize there's, there's different menu items. One of my friends that happened to him in India, he's like the McTicka chicken sandwich. Like I could like you just throw a Mick at the front of it and it's McDonaldified. <laughs> like it, the Mick Arabia, the Mick Chicken Chicken Ticka, and like the whole world has these like McDonald's regional sandwiches that are in a much nicer location and way better than anything else on the menu. I feel like a lot of the chains, um, I guess they have to do that a little bit just to cater to their their demographic um, their demographics because when i was in turkey the starbucks okay i was like okay i'm just gonna go into starbucks because i something that i i, I know mm-hmm. quick and easy i know what i if Start i the menu, pick you know, it up, yeah. bam. they had like all sorts of different things not necessarily the drinks wise but like the food the snack stuff like little mini sandwiches and stuff they had totally different sandwiches and totally different like i was just like whoa wait what even starbucks because i knew it happened with McDonald's. i need my zucchini loaf <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have it because <laughs> like you know the turkish people are like what is this zucchini and bread what no <laughs> get out of here <laughs> get out of here like yeah it's amazing to see i it almost makes you interested now like that i think about it is it makes me feel inclined to go to like yeah, chain restaurants. Yeah, I feel bad for that feeling, overseas you know? because I'm, right. just, I'm just curious to see how from a, from an anthropological point of view. Oh, okay. Oh, right? oh okay. Um, to see like what like what are the, the kind of person who travels that, to countries that goes to McDonald's. You know? No, no, <laughs> I actually don't. I choose not to. But now I, I'm kind. I'm feeling inclined. She's like, I do it for academic reasons. So for academic. But now I no 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 no. But now I'm like kind of like no, I feel to see. you. I I'm feel just you. like, well, I, mean, I wonder like, like what other chains do you, that. You make fun of that person who like goes overseas and like doesn't eat the local fare, like goes to McDonald's or KFC <laughs> or whatever. But like jokes on them, it is the local fare. Now, <laughs> now there's that local flair to, to the McDonald's, you know. <laughs> so number four on the BuzzFeed article thing, um, is you're really good at calculating time differences because you have to do it every time you call your parents. So in this situation, for us, it's not necessarily calling our parents, um, but actually... It was for you for a little bit. Yeah, even calling, you know, um, and I just feel like I'm able to, even if I don't calculate it naturally, I can guesstimate because I know, well, from here to this certain point is 
eight hours, five hours, six hours, whatever. So then if I add three, and then I just like kind of like picture the time zones in my head a little bit. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, this lines up here. I, I know this time zone ends in this specific country. So then that's probably like two time zones down. So two more hours added on to it. So it like, I feel like and then over you gotta time. Like, and then you know, you, you suddenly are aware of like what countries respect daylight savings and don't, right? Yeah, like, yeah. If you're in the States, like you everyone's got daylight hard. savings, you're all good. Daylight, right. daylight savings ruins your life. It I get it. Ruins. But like it has ruined our life as podcasters podcasting with we are here in the United States Pacific time um and Muhammad Ismail is all the way in freaking Arabic standard time. Arabic standard Arabian time. Standard time. And Arabian standard Arabian time. Arabian standard time. Yeah. And it's just like how, what's what's the time difference? What is that? 11, 11 hours? hours? 11 hour difference. Yeah, so now it's 10 hours. Mm-hmm. 10 hours because so, i remember last like, last week or the week before we agreed on a certain time but then i appeared like an hour later and and then i just remember ahmed going god damn daylight saving time <laughs> never never knew because <laughs> i was just like because i i'm you know i have a little bit of confidence in terms of like the the time zones right so i'm like okay just, i got libya as my time. home base yeah. i know how far that is and then like you know like you said plus or minus a thousand yeah. miles you know in, in in any direction it requires a little bit of ge- geography um yeah. and so you're like all right yeah okay so i know like arabian standard time 11 hours and then much like how we don't use the metric system here we also <laughs> you know gotta adjust our hours here in the states so daylight savings Except for Arizona, fun fact. They don't do daylight savings. Wait, what? Yeah, because it's just sunny and hot all the time there. (laughs) Melt your eggs on the sidewalk or whatever. Uh, You know, all this this talk of of daylight savings and time differences, and it it really does make me wonder because it kind of flummoxes me and it leaves me discombobulated as to what time it is. Do you guys know that? I love that word. I no, you totally way. lose track of time because they they keep changing it on you. You know, yeah. if only Result. we had like a standard that could help us right now. Oh, I have the right. Damn it! Just <sighs> say the thing. <laughs> well, you're in luck. <laughs> we Good <tried>. friends. <laughs> we tried. No, I just needed you teed it up really well, and I was trying to reciprocate and it just didn't happen just say the thing. <laughs> anyways well you're in luck guys because i happen to know what time it is somebody asked me what time is it gasp did that just say it again gasp gasp, gasp. There you go. do you do you have the new standard by which as can... a matter of fact i do what is it guess what I don't it's... stop asking me questions back <laughs> just, just, just the answer my god say the answer <laughs> again it's it's question time Question time. Dun, right. dun, 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 so one really good question that hit me, um, which like on the noggin. A total tone shift for the whole, <laughs> the whole episode. So one of the questions that we have here that really kind of like stood out to me, it's if third culture kids make their home in people, how has the pandemic impacted your feeling of home? So. You know better than anyone else that home isn't a place. It's the people that's in it. So home is where the heart is. Home is not a home is not a place. Home is the people that bring joy and happiness and complete your heart. Um, and just kind of like so as long as you have those people in your life You're home. Um, you feel at home. Yeah. Yeah. So but like with the pandemic I mean, if anything, honestly, I guess, yeah, um, it impacted my feeling of home. I, not not to be, like, TMI or mushy-gushy. I'm not a mushy-gushy human. But, like, because I've had to see Ahmed's face 24-7 for the past 387 days. Oh, she's counting. Okay. <laughs> I am counting. That's, and always, that's, always, me that's always a great sign. Desert Rose. You Don't would plug know. Yourself. You would know. 
okay, if anybody's following my personal account, you would know I would do my shelter in place day, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What's your point? The point is 387 days of your face. Uh-huh. And not gonna lie. <laughs> it feels like home. <laughs> wow. Oh. Yeah, no, oh. I just like it just so yeah, it did impact the feeling of home. So now it's like wherever we go, it's gonna it's gonna feel like home. Um and I guess a lot of married couples do that, but I think because I've had like a Ten years in one, um, <laughs> I feel like we've expedited that feeling, and so the pandemic really. The, I, this is what I'm gonna say is really bad. It, oh, that was sh- the first thing that came to mind. Um, oh no! Like it unrelated. Like I mean, 100%. I feel the same way. Like I feel at home with you. But I, just trying to think about like all the people kind of in my life, you know. It definitely like home is around like your certain community and around your certain people um but also home is just like like people generally you know what i mean there's like there's so like in your actual house there's so many things that are just around passively that like they don't really do much for you but they're like around and you can like interact with them randomly what are you talking about everything that's home is impactful so like there's those people in your life that you need as well, you know? <laughs> you need like like I, I was I had a really hard time placing it at the beginning of the pandemic. Where so I was like it's like oh what I was saying is like I really missed, you know, having random cashier conversations or like mm. have like meeting random strangers and talk because yeah. everyone's trying to get in, get out like pandemic. I don't have time That's to be true. here, right? And but have you noticed that they've lacked a little bit recently? I've yeah. Had, I've been having more conversations with random strangers. It's right, cool. yeah, and which is great. I mean, it's a good opportunity. And, like, what I, what, the way I had first, like, approached it was that it's like, oh, I just need more variety. And it, like, totally dismissed, like, like the value of these other human conversations. And yeah. so it wasn't a nice thing to say. But, like, thinking about it as if it's a home, it's like there's all these cherished items, right, that are just, like, all around your house that you don't interact with every day. I interact um, with everything. Like, that are just kind of in the background. I touch everything um, in our house every day. And, like, Hurried if you're trying books. to if you're trying to interrupt everything that you that I say, then you're doing a great job. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, like, it's like that shirt you don't wear all the time, but when you do, it's like, oh, I miss the shirt. So there was another point in the in the article that was saying that like your friends are all over the map and blah blah blah, blah and so you find yourself online a lot of the time. So I already had some of that right. where my only option to communicate with friends in the UK or in Libya Just calculating or whatever, time differences. I had you know, or someone's out there wishing me a happy birthday before anybody else because they're ten hours ahead. You know, it's fine. Right. Um. So I already had that like in order for me to communicate with these people who are very close to me and are very dear to my heart, I had to do it virtually for a really long time until our, our like paths cross again. So the pandemic was just like that times a million because right. now it's like every relationship that I have outside of yours um, has been online and via FaceTime or Facebook chat or Instagram messages or whatever but also strangely enough strangely enough i've made like one of my biggest goals for a long time was to make internet friends and you have and i have made so many internet friends in this pandemic like it's been great um this is probably everyone already knows but i've never met muhammad yeah, he's true. like a brother to me you know they have this weird bond <laughs> I, i've never met corinne i don't know if you guys have noticed this but they're like the bromance of Mohammed Ismail and Ahmed is just like sometimes it gets too much, and I'm just Michelle's like, hey, barely hello. hanging on to this whole like. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm very. You know, she's like, here. I there are days where I'm just like, if I walk out of this, <laughs> this room, is, that's not true. I love. If you. I walk out of this room, will it make a difference? No, it won't. Okay, so oh, I'm gonna well. walk out, and I test it, and they're still talking as if I'm not, as if I'm still there because, they're just so intertwined with each other. It just... What can I say? We finished each other's... Yes. Uh, I know this one. I know this one. Oh. 
That's exactly what I was gonna say, actually. Oh wow. Yes, yes, I know this one. I know this one. <laughs> he knows me so well. Uh, what about yeah. you, Muhammad? What about I feel you, like we've, Muhammad? We've got our. I would on definitely this. agree with Wissal's sentiments because for the longest time we've just kind of been trained to like, well, we have friends and family scattered all over the globe anyway, so we have to sort of manage um, this online relationship with people. So when it did come to the pandemic, we kind of just shifted our real world friends, i.e. the ones who live locally, to join the other friends that we have online. And we kept in touch that way. That's not to say that it's the same thing. It's not. It will never yeah. be the same thing. Yeah. You will Absolutely. always, you know, nothing will ever be meeting someone physically and seeing them yeah. and sitting with them face to face. Nothing ever matches yeah. that, ever. Um, but it has made things a lot easier, obviously. And I just wanted to let you guys know, I had my first Zoom call last week. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, it took me a wow. year, but I but I finally I finally wow. uh, had it over a year, uh, according feeling, to I'm my feeling pretty special. That's amazing. Welcome. Yeah, yeah uh, everybody's been zooming for three hundred and eighty-seven days. Yeah, they've Every written like an etiquette book. They have these rules and regulations, and I'm like, okay, so why do I why, why I put my name? <laughs> what do I, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you can share there's zoom screen. etiquette that's <laughs> that blows my mind i also feel like when you mentioned that it was like a shift for like physical to virtual i think it also was a sift you know like i you really got to know kind of the friends that you're gonna that are gonna work to try and keep you in touch with you, and the friend. you yeah no i mean because like you, you mentioned that and i was thinking about it and it's just like you had those friends who um, suddenly in this pandemic like are going to respect your boundaries or not, right? It's like, oh, let's hang out this weekend. It's like, okay, yeah, let's quarantine and then we can we can like uh, do like a social distance picnic or something. And then you yeah. see them post something on Instagram where they're like in a large group at a party like the day before and it's like... Which is like, if that's like your thing, that's your thing. But if it's like... But, like, I, I had set kind of boundaries and, like, yeah. I had set kind of, like, expectations. And I was like, okay, well, I guess you just don't, like, you didn't think I was going to find out or, like, you don't. Like, and it, it ends up being, like, navigating kind of the new normal as well as, like, navigating kind of distance, uh, socializing. Like, I feel like I'm not as close as I was to people prior mm -hmm. to that you know mm -hmm. when only a niche number of people were virtual thank you so much for listening in we look forward to hearing more from you all on our twitter and instagram pages both third culture block with a three this is Wissal Jibril Ahmed Mustafa and Mohammed Ismail <laughs>